Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Say it! All right, we have a new sponsor. We love datenightsdc.org. You need to go there. You've seen the pictures because I've revealed my boyfriend, Dan, for the very first time. They are awesome. They're the place to go for great and unique date night ideas. Take a listen to this. Datenightsdc.org. Have you been to their website? You need to go today. They have 17 romantic date ideas in D.C., 19 adventurous date ideas as well. Sign me up. I'm in. Plus great deals for couples, hot restaurants, and so much more. Do date night right in D.C. Visit their website today, datenightsdc.org. Pacers running. They have locations all around D.C., including Clarendon, Alexandria, 14th Street, Navy Yard, they're amazing. Um, they have the best shoes too. And when you go in, don't be intimidated. Even if you're not a runner all the time, they have great stuff. They're all about your foot health, which is totally awesome. Like me, I power walk the neighborhoods. You need like good structure on your back and stuff. Go to runpacers.com backslash locations for all the deeds. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> I love being at myself. <laughs> Phrase that you hear every day. Hey, hey phrase. phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, hey phrase. phrase. What's the phrase that you hear? Donna, tune in. Yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Fraser on the mic, and she about
right side of my face and it droops more really see how this eyelid is heavier than this one oh my god no i don't at all oh actually. good if you said that you did i was gonna storm out of here <laughs> oh my god oh you do oh you do okay i'm out <laughs> <laughs> just drop the mic you're like i'm dropping the headphones i'm out of here right. fuck you since it's bothering you so much i'll leave <laughs> Your face looks so good and so asymmetrical. Oh, thank you. And I have to tell you, by yeah. the way. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Sarah Frazier, along with Paul Wharton. We have our producer slash intern slash social media. <laughs> we make her do everything. Uh, AJ's here. You're going to hear her on the mic today because we have so many topics to discuss. But I have to thank you, Paul, because you introduced me to Dr. Paul Roth. And yes. I swear to God, I am now addicted to all procedures. Okay. Do you know how you introduce someone to, like, one of your friends? And then the next thing you know, you look up on their social media and, like, they're out at cocktails. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why wasn't I invited to the party? <laughs> right. The Botox party. Like, what is going on? You oh, stay at Dr. Ruff's office. I love him so much. I love it there. And, you know, all their um, procedures are uns- insane. I just had a facial last week, and I had a little bit of Botox. And this is, to me, what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why do people hide this, not do it? Why is it controversial? It's It feels so good. It's so pain-free. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why everyone's not doing it. I don't know. People are so used to judging other people's lives rather than just living their own. So... I'm not a part of that. Oh my god, I love it. You look great. Well, thanks. So do I. And I have to keep up. Like now, you've (laughs) inspired me. Well, but pulling it all together, your book has inspired me to. um, You know, like I love your. If you kind of stay at your maintenance, then you don't have to really like do a lot. So I'm trying to stay, do a little every day to keep up. Yeah. But then I'm most of all happy, and that is the truth. And that is the truth. (laughs) Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. You never have to get ready if you stay ready, right? It's the God's honest. Yeah. Um, we have so many things to get to on this show. We were talking about cultural appropriation and Kim K. Oh, we're going to go there. Oh, I mean, boy. I got I to hear it all from you. Okay. You had a relationship issue that you wanted to ask us straight out about, I think, right? Was it relationship or was it you said, oh, I'm going to read you this text. I oh, want your thoughts. Oh, yeah, I met this. Yeah, yeah. I want to Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll discuss that. Um, also, <laughs> I'm going, did you not want to? No, this is too much. I'm just sharing way too. Every week, it's like something else. <laughs> You know, I met this guy. We know, we know. <laughs> well, it'll all blend together like it's the same guy. Okay. It's the same guy. Okay. It's all... It's all, all we can pretend. It's all good. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, and then we have other topics to discuss, too. Like, what is worse in your mind? Mm-hmm. Cheating on someone or withholding money from them? Well, I'll say... You want me to tell you now or later? Mm, yeah, give us, like, a little... A little well, this tease. is the deal. And it's super hypocritical, but in every relationship I've ever been in, I believe I've cheated. But oh, I I've hear never you. That's not hypocritical. That's I've never my been life caught. too. Oh, However, really? if they cheat on me, it's like all hell breaks loose. You what? <laughs> I'm right here for you, and you did what? Oh no, I will fucking slash the tires. Like I'm crazy. 
So I've just never been caught. I mean, they could have done the same thing to me, but I'm smarter than them. <laughs> so in that case, cheating is worse for me. How really? Do you your money? How can you hide your own money? Oh, it's I think money. cheating money. I think hiding money is worse, but we'll get into that. And then okay. I need your advice too. I have a girlfriend who's completely an addict. And she um, detoxed for, she was off of all of her, her drugs, and I will tell you about it, um, mm-hmm. for five days. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to be a supportive friend, all this stuff. And then she gave, she texted me and she said, I don't want you to be disappointed, but I don't think I'm going to be able to stay drug free. And uh, the only way I'm going to be able to do it is with medical assistance. And so I don't want you to be disappointed with me if I start using again. Are you a sponsor? Uh, no, but okay. I. But here's the thing: I am disappointed with her, and I don't know mm-hmm. what to write back mm-hmm. because. Well, you have to hold her accountable. You have to hold people in those positions. Do you accountable. think? You do. If nobody calls you on your shit, then you just go right back to doing what you did before. So what would you write back? Because literally the last text message she wrote to me was essentially, I don't want you to be disappointed, but I feel like I would need medical help to get completely clean. And by the way, her addiction is Adderall. Mm-hmm. But like not, I'm not talking like an Adderall a day. I'm talking like massive amounts for years and years and years. Well, she might need help. She might need medical help. But I would say until you fall out and start foaming at the mouth, then we'll get you medical help. But until then, go through it. This is a choice you're making. You're just scared of, you know, clearing yourself up. So you think I should just text back and be like, don't stop? Like, because she's already been five days without it. I'm like, just stay, keep going. But I feel like I haven't, um, you know, I've never had that like addiction. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to just, but then I want to say, well, like I am disappointed because I want you, I feel like it's a little bit of the, when there know. are experts for this, like, you know, has she gone to NA? Um, she's not gone to NA. She's been to, so this whole thing has happened because she was going to certain doctors, mm-hmm. right? Who were endlessly prescribing her as much Adderall as she wanted, okay. like for years and years and years. And yeah. she went to this terrible therapist who never helped her really address her issues, but instead he just kept writing her prescriptions, right? She changes health insurance providers. All, her new health insurance no longer lets, like is covering these other like, people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So now she has to mm-hmm. go to all new people, exactly. And they're like, we're going to drug test you. We don't, this is like an insane amount of Adderall. It doesn't seem like you need this. Like, we're going to, something has to change here. Mm-hmm. So, so because of that, it's like a two-week period. She can't get Adderall. Mm. So she's now detoxing. And so we spent like, uh, we last week, we spent a whole day together. We were discussing like how, you know, she needs to kind of sit with, because she's had some really tragic shit happen mm-hmm. to her. And I think she's never slowed down in her life to like deal with, in my opinion, and I'm not a okay. doctor, I'm just a friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people listening who are dealing with addiction or whatever may have different opinions. But so I'm like, well, yeah, you have these real issues in your past that you've never dealt with. Mm-hmm. This is a good time to get quiet to, and she always has you. to be moving. She always has to be, I'm like, oh, I'm with you. Go yeah. home, mm-hmm. sleep for three days. Sure. Like, just take care of your body. Yeah, go to the gym, get in the steam room. All seems to have fallen on deaf ears. Okay. And now it's just out for the search for Adderall. And I don't <sighs> want you to be disappointed with me when I start using again. That's scary. And I'm like, because but I am can't disappointed. Get Adderall, they hit the streets, and then what do you get? What's the street equivalent cocaine. to Adderall? Oh, cocaine? cocaine? I love Adderall. Oh, here. Uh, you love Adderall. Okay. <laughs> this is oh, great. Okay. I was awesome. about to ask you guys, have you ever tried Adderall? <laughs> I have, I yes. Have, yeah. But here's my thing. When I tried Adderall, when I abused Adderall the one night that I did it, 
you can never get drunk. So first of all, you go out and and that was like her big thing. Like she was saying to me, she's like, yeah, I'm really worried about my alcohol consumption because normally I take Adderall and then I go out and have like 10 beers and I never get um, drunk, which when I used Adderall the one time, that was the thing is like I drank all night and I never got that um, drunk feeling, but I felt like such crap the next day after everything wore off your body is it, it's basically like cocaine it's an amphetamine yes so i was up all you're night going 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 mm-hmm. but i get so much done when i'm on adderall like it's like literally a magic drug i would take it in college and i'm like this is amazing how is nobody taking this where are you getting your adderall from I, on the college market it's sold for like five dollars for a dozen or something so you would take it you would stay up all night and do your work i would take it at eight in the morning right when i got up i would go to the gym i would go shopping food shopping i would make myself breakfast and food plan and then i would Doing all this well, stuff. Well, let me tell you something. I had a friend. Scraping his hand to get out. And scratching his head. Okay. Well, I had a friend give me Adderall. Um, all right. In 2011, I took it the first day. Right. Okay. I cleaned the whole house. I lived in Everything a, is spick and I lived span. In a big townhouse, like a three-floor townhouse. I cleaned the whole house. I like mopped the floor, like on my hands and knees. I cleaned the fireplace <laughs> out. It was the craziest shit. I cleaned like every glass in the cabinet, and I was like, "Oh, this is great. I'm about to be so amazing at life." Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's what you feel like. And I took it on day two, day three, day four, day five. I went to a party in Baltimore, and the next morning they had to call the ambulance to come get me. <gasps> yeah. They did. Yeah. Why? Because you were taking. I had like a heart thing from. I took it for five days and like went crazy. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That must have been so. I scary. went to the hospital and, the, and I lived in this townhouse and I was afraid. Like my arm went numb. Oh, shit. Do you think you were having a heart attack? I thought I was, but it turns out that I wasn't. I was having an episode, like a valve issue. Oh, God. Yeah, and it was the Adderall. Holy crap. This amazes me that your friend takes these for years and years and multiple Mm -hmm. pills a day that she has no problems. I'm talking... Oh, she has problems. (laughs) Let's be honest. She has problems, but it's... um, But nothing heart... She never feels numb Oh, I think she is going to have major heart issues. And I think she does now have high blood pressure, so I think they were debating putting her on high blood pressure medication... And I'm like, you cannot, I'm talking massive amounts. Like she was saying the last time that she went into her doctor's office with these new doctors, that they were literally saying, we've hardly ever seen anyone on such a high dosage of what, what she you're needed taking. for at this point in her life. She probably doesn't feel the effects. Is she highly so effective though? More. Does she do a lot? Like, she does. does she's she? super highly effective, okay. but she claims that, I mean, I think the same thing. She got it. She had some really traumatic things happen, like okay. like a brother killed, like a mom died, oh, wow. like very, very sad, like very tragic things. And I think that she just got on it because she said she needed to really focus and get through school, and then it continued. Well, and maybe, she's had the person prescribing it for like nine years. Well, maybe instead of being pissed at her, just continue to be her friend, continue to show up, be there for her like you were the other day. I mean, yeah. just be there for her. But you know? don't, here's my thing, though. Do you ever get frustrated with your friends, though, because they never take your advice? And that's my thing. At what point do every time we bring it up, do I just need to go, N.A., go see? Like, because mm-hmm. that's the thing is, like, I'm with you. Like, I've, I've been through this with this person for years and, like, you know, stuck with them and been through the highs and lows. But then at this point, this time, I was like, good for you. Like, you're almost there. Like, this is great. And then when I got this text, I'm just like, okay, why do I even... I don't know. But I feel like that's terrible. That's not the way you should treat somebody who's going through. I well, just am really if this frustrated. this is her first time trying to quit, you know, be patient, go through it with her, and just be there for her. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I think you're right. Uh, you guys can, yeah, you can always weigh in. Uh, it's Paul Wharton style at yahoo.com. It's Sarah at heyfresh.com. But that was what was going on in my life. Uh, let's get to a couple stories, Paul, before we talk about your life, the book, all that. Um <laughs> 
was asking you this? There's a funeral home that is now offering people free pizza if they come and plan their death. Would that get you Love into it. I don't want the pizza. A cocktail I take. You need a cocktail if you're planning your own funeral. But, you know, you I would go and do that. You really would? Hell yeah. Well, they are. They say it's actually been working, like, amazing. Um, I'm going to play you the news story. But it was on Tuesday that this, this story came out at Krause Funeral Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is outside of Detroit. And it says that they're offering unique approach. Um, they're giving away free pizza as an incentive. And that's just basically it. You come in, you get free lunch, and um, you get also some gift certificates for pizzas. I in like the, town. the idea of it, Sarah. I do. <laughs> I like the idea of planning your own funeral. You know, like a list of people that you don't want invited. I'm sorry, Sarah, you're not on the list. <laughs> you're actually going to make a list of people you don't want I'm in. I'm sorry, VIPs in the first two rows. Really? Gotta sit in the back. This, like, blew my mind. So I I didn't think that you would really do that, but I didn't... Oh, I think it would be interesting, especially when, you know, death isn't imminent. Have you made any preparations, by the way, for your death? Uh, Life insurance, and I have a living will, and that kind of thing. But no, in terms of if I want to be cremated or buried, or where I want to be buried, or where I want my ashes spread, I don't know. I think I want to be cremated. It's actually in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is where this was happening. I think so, too. Yeah, you think so? I think. But then I was recently, I think I was recently reading something about like when they cremate you, they actually, you know what? I need to find out if this is true. I've been obsessed with watching the Gianni Versace. Oh, they put the whole thing yes. in Yes. Yeah. Do they do that? Do they dress you? And then I thought they just like took your dead body nude. I and, like want my body. Cooked it. I don't want all the other shit with it. Oh my. You don't want to get dressed for, you don't want someone to dress you, put your full no, hair and you makeup together, then me. burn you? No, no, no. Do, do all that. Okay. okay. By the way. <laughs> do, whoever, okay. do all that for the presentation. Okay. <laughs> One last blowout for your nerves. Okay. You know what I mean? I want to be laid out. Okay. Are you going to be one of those people that they get like the custom casket, like all in painted Louis Vuitton or something? No, 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 no. I don't need all that. Okay. I, mean, I lived my life as, you know, in Louis Vuitton. I don't need to die with Louis Vuitton. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give that life. money to somebody else. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. But I do want to be laid out, you know, for people to see me. I think I do. That might change over time though. By the way, if anybody's listening, if anything ever happens to me and I'm in the hospital and yeah. I can't talk or whatever, Sarah, I'm okay. telling you this. Okay. Don't let no whole bunch of bitches up in there standing over me, breathing on me. Why? Boo-hooing and talking, and, and I didn't deal with them in real life. Oh, oh. <laughs> People do that all the time. They're the first ones at the hospital, and you didn't even deal with them in real life. <laughs> Well, you know, death evokes, like, some very emotional things for people. Like, they mm-hmm. become very, very emotional. They get very upset. I don't want them coming in that hospital room if I have, like, a bedpan and all that kind of shit. we got to make a list, yeah. really, of people that need to stay out. Um, how do you feel about this? This has also been a big story. I have mixed feelings about this. Mm-hmm. Um, over the weekend, the New York Times originally put this out, where they are calling out big names in media, <laughs> TV, sports, in essentially buying their Twitter followers. Dev Moo um, sells Twitter followers and retweets to anyone who wants to appear more popular or have more influence online, drawing an estimated stock of at least 3.5 million automated accounts. Uh, they also just published some of the big names that have been purchasing thousands of Twitter followers, and then lots of those big names end up selling their Twitter like they sell yeah, whatever, you know, sponsorships. So Ray Lewis, the football player, was one. Um, Lori Grenier from Shark Tank, you know who she okay, is, the yeah. blonde one? She apparently buys them. Uh, Clay Aiken. I mean, I'm not Clay surprised. Clay Aiken, okay. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I mean, I'm not 
really surprised with Clay Aiken, <laughs> right, is anyone? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but they also had Britt McHenry. We were talking about okay, that. Yeah. She's a she's a DC conservative talk person. These people are spending thousands, or they're spending hundreds of dollars to get thousands of followers. Do you feel at all duped when you're finding out this list where they're outing people? And they, they've outed big writers, all kinds of people. Well, I could see people wanting to do that. I mean, I feel like Twitter's been out for how long? Forever. And I oh feel my like God, I, at least 10 plus years. It's yeah. been out for 10 years. And I'm like, why am I stuck at like 20,000 followers? It just seems so like, you it's know what I mean? It's super hard to draw. It's, it's very difficult on social media now, especially yeah. because everything is pay to play. Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, they do. They're mm-hmm. offering now, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? You want to see your tweet get seen more? Pay for it. You know, sure. like, so it's so hard now to grow a following. It really is. And sometimes you're attracted yeah. to people with uh, more followers. Do you know? Yeah. So in that sense, but I guess if they're directly making sponsorship off their numbers, it is a bit of a dupe. It, uh, it is. And it just drives me nuts. Kathy Ireland, who, of course, I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard from who Kathy Ireland. Who gives I- a fuck? I mean, Kathy Ireland, like, she's a lifestyle chick, you know. But does anybody really care what she has to Supposedly, say Supposedly, she has, like, this clothing line that does really well. Or, like, um, sheets and bedding and stuff like her she Kathy on, Ireland uh, Yeah, on the profit. Decor. She does really well, Kathy Ireland. What but about her? Does that make you wonder, does she do really well? She's buying social media followers. And then that makes me wonder, really? Are that many people? Because I couldn't even tell you where you can buy Kathy Ireland home. Like, I couldn't even. I think at, like, Kmart. Really? Well, Kmart's... when Martha's there, is Kmart still around? No, Kmart's Oh, Kmart's out of business? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that just goes to show how much I know. I think it's so fucking ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> seriously, I mean, I don't know. And I think, hey, look, it's great for people like us. I think yeah. you're going to see a lot of brands working for with smaller people. Sure, sure. And saying, okay, look, you may only have 18,000 followers or 15,000 mm-hmm. followers, but they're real. Yeah. And I think a lot of companies are going to start demanding, too, let us run an audit on your, your Twitter accounts. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm worried, though, that I think I think some of my Twitter ones are fake, too. How? Because I think the radio station back in the day when Twitter first came out, okay. I think the radio station was paying to boost all of our social media. Okay. But supposedly, I've heard that you can go to Twitter audit, but you don't get accurate information unless you pay. And they audit in the $5,000 chunks. So they audit 5,000 followers, and they tell you who's real fake. And then you can pay to have the fake ones removed. But your number, of course, drops. Yeah. And then every 5,000, they charge you more. But then you can clear out the fake ones. I'm tempted to do that. I see you on Twitter, and I'm, I'm like, really, like, wow, she's amazing. She's talking to people, and she's interacting. I just share things from, like, Instagram on Twitter, because Twitter, I feel like people aren't really engaged. I don't know. I just don't feel like I can really get them. I don't know. Every social media, I feel like if it's Instagram, they all have different strategies. Like, Twitter, you have to be on all the time. You have to be tweeting every single hour. That's too much. That's a lot, right? Who wants to be doing that? Look at Omarosa. Like, they're talking about her in everything right now, and she she doesn't really have that many Twitter followers or that many Instagram followers. She'll post something on Facebook, and, like, seven people will like it. It's the craziest shit. And I think that's what you do, is you just, like you said, focus on... Mm -hmm. I'd focus on one or something like that. But mm-hmm. I am curious to find out how many before I trash all these people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the interaction seems awfully slow. <laughs> I'm like, these could be oh, fake. Uh, Paul, you're out on the dating scene. You're the only one that's single. Oh, jeez. AJ's got a boy. AJ, are you still dating your man? We're still, we're still trying to make it work, guys. Now, what does he do? Do you guys abuse Adderall together? <laughs> you know what? He is such a... What do you call a goody-goody? Like, what is a good name for oh, somebody? Oh, yeah, who yeah, did, yeah. He's straight and he's just like He's an actual guard. He gets tested. He won't. I, I tell him, oh. like, if you do coke, 
it's out of your system in two days. You'll be good. The test is in three weeks. You'll be great. And he's like, you know, yes. What's wrong with you? I used to coax him into, no. Well, why are you trying to make I'm him do something? I'm a pusher, people. Again. I'm a pusher. We don't believe that for we one second. Yeah, people, people we invite. just talked about your co-girlfriend who's like. I ex- love Adderall. Yeah. You well, just what do you jump- get on the street if you don't have Adderall? <laughs> Coke. <laughs> he sounds like you know all the drugs. <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, so he won't do anything and it makes me feel like the shitty the shitty person in the relationship. So what do you do? Yeah, because what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. God bless you. I don't know. I've always been like I'm a product of the eighties and I swear I those Nancy Reagan commercials where the kids they like died you on uh, yeah. you know, don't do drugs or whatever they the egg frying in the pan. Yes. Yeah. For some reason I always believed I'm like <gasps> I'll be the one person that free bases, and then this will be my brain. <laughs> like, just... You remember Lynn Bias, the basketball player yes. from the 80s, and then they said, oh, he just did it once, and he dropped dead. I mean, that really scared people. I'm sure that probably wasn't the case, but... But I believe that story, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, look at you. I love that you're a little cokehead. That's you awesome. You look we fucking fantastic. somebody with a serious drug addiction, you look great. Right, yeah. Just I mean, put, put me up as AJ the intern, the cokehead. <laughs> Check heroin Instagram. addict and everything. We, we posted right. a picture last night. You look stunning. Yeah, you did. I was if at a that's bar what last Coke night. looks like, we got to right? get on board. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at a bar last night, and this guy um, that was sitting next to me is a friend of mine, and he saw her picture, and he's like, oh, my God, is she, is she single? I'd really love to go out And what'd you tell him? Her. Yes, right? I told him yes. I always tell him yes. <laughs> good, good. We were in the middle of the Boy, meal. I didn't want to get a check. <laughs> yeah, she's single. Absolutely. I'll set you up and you pay the check. No Here's problem. Your phone number. I'll just get on calling her and oh, excuse, oh, the check is coming. Hold on, but my phone is ringing. Loves Coke, loves Adderall. <laughs> well, here are the new terms for dating that everyone's supposed to know. Paul, when you go out, do you know what flexing is when someone's flexing on you? Flexing? Are they talking about their accolades and their. Apparently, flexing is when they're digitally boosting themselves up to impress you prior to the date. According to Plenty of Fish data, 50% of single people have experienced this via a person who brags to them over text to build themselves up. So it's usually women on the receiving end of this, Mm -hmm. and men are sort of telling them, like, beforehand, like, oh, hey, you know, um... Can't pick you up on Friday night. Uh, the BMW is getting cleaned. Okay. And, you know, like, basically... <laughs> oh, you had to use a BMW, huh? <laughs> Are you in on this? Do you flex on people? Do you flex? No. Like before, well, what's Why the would I have to flex on anybody? <laughs> because they I... know They know what I do. They know who I am. What about cricketing? Cricketing is when someone, um, okay, cricketing to someone is when you leave them on read for too long on your phone. In some cases, it can take days for them to respond. And the read is the three little dots, right? So, like, they look like they're responding, but they don't. Does that drive you nuts when you know that someone's, like, got your text up and they're going to respond, but they don't? Well, if I care. Yeah, it does. You know, when I was... um, uh, interacting with Chuck on the on text, he told me he says, "One thing I'm going to ask you: I need you to put on read receipt so I can see when you read my text. That's the only thing I'll ask." So what's that about? Why would he care? Okay, wait, read receipt. Okay, so then so he he'll can know track. When I read the, yeah, the text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. So I guess I then that's that. just as bad. You mean you read my text at six twenty eight and it's six fifty two? You ain't said nothing. Oh hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? Wait, did you do that for him? Sure. That's that really nice of good. you. Yeah, read receipt. Wow, that's really good of you. Okay, the majority of single people, 67% of them, have said that they waited patiently for a reply and have gotten it way later than expected. We're not all that busy, okay? Yeah, I do that to people sometimes. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) You're that busy? You call them out that they can't get back to you. Uh, Yeah. 
In the middle of a conversation, I'm like, let's just finish this shit. Then you can go do what you want to do. How about ghost busting? This one is for the people who don't give up. Ghost busting. I swear you continue to text someone when they are straight up ignoring you. I swear to God, people ghost bust me so much in my fucking life, even with a boyfriend. They do. I can't get, I currently have somebody text me. I'm like, how many fucking times do I have to say no? I'm going to, I'll pull up a ghost. I mean, ghost busting drives me crazy. Again, according to Plenty of Fish, who did this survey, a massive 78% of single millennials have been ghosted by someone they were dating. In current uh, dating light, though, about 38% reported that someone would not stop texting them despite the fact they told them they're not dating. Serendipity, serendipitating? Uh, serendipitating, mm-hmm. you leave things up to fate and put off a date just in case someone else comes along that you like more. You know anybody that keeps doing that? Nearly a third of th- singles said they believe that they have been uh, serendipitating. <laughs> serendipitating. <laughs> Where someone keeps putting off the date. Oh, yeah, hey, really busy this week. Let's, let's connect next week. And then um, I'm traveling, but I'll be back. And in the meantime, they're just looking oh, for a I'm like, day. it's not meant to be. I mean, if that happens, I know. I need immediate gratification. How about phobaying? Is a (laughs) serious habit 20% of single men have witnessed. It's when someone pretends to have a significant other over social media when they're actually single. It's probably a tactic to make an ex jealous or an attempt to make nosy family family members leave you alone. It's called uh, phobaying. I have a friend that does that. Really? Yes. So, oh, I'm going to say I'm in a relationship. For, for what? Like, what? who gives a fuck? But do they take, like, pictures of the person and post, like, their faux bang? Like, oh, no, this they is just like a change fake? their relationship status to, you know, in a relationship. Or it's complicated. Oh, my God. That... I'm like, oh, God. Uh, this story absolutely terrified me. I cannot believe this. But do you think for a second that there really was a species of a half-man, half-ape known as a humanzy? You know what? <laughs> I heard about this. <laughs> Well, what did you hear? What do you think is the reality? What do you think? Well, I heard that in, that a uh, female ape gave birth to a half man, half ape, yes. using a man's sperm, right? Yes. And then now, how long did they let it grow as, you know, in human form or whatever? Okay, well, according to a renowned scientist who I've never heard of, so that goes to tell you something. I mean, <laughs> that I know the science world. Name but- one other... Renowned scientist that you've heard of. Oh, okay. You got me. That would be it. (laughs) Einstein, that's about it. Uh, Psychologist Gordon Gallup says that he heard from a good friend that was actually helping to breed this so-called half chimp, half human, humanzy back in 1920. And just like what you said, that apparently male sperm was injected into a female chimpanzee. He told me that the rumor was true, and it was a credible scientist, and the most famous Z project was conduct- conducted by Russia biologists uh, in the 1920s who tried and failed to create a Soviet super soldier using human sperm and female chimps. Another reported case uh, happened in China, but the one he's talking about uh, happened here in the United States, and they ended up killing the chimpanzee, chimpanzee after several days because of a moral dilemma. Mm. That is terrifying. Like, I just... I don't know. I don't even know how that works. Like, that really, like... Are there any pictures? No, I don't think there are. Wow. I just read this and I thought, is this really real? I think that'd be happening more if it was real. That's my thing, too, is... Mm -hmm. Do you really think that a female chimpanzee... I don't know. Wouldn't just nature not give birth with that sperm? Because it's not a... Mm. I know. Very, 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 very strange. Um, So tell us about this text that you wanted (laughs) our opinion on. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you know, it's hard these days. You know, you're out here, you're you're meeting people, and you know, I'm a very social person. And you know, people are asking me about AJ. They want to date her. Well, anyway, at the same bar last night, this guy um, took my bar stool. Okay. I had gotten up, and um, his friends were sitting next to me. And when I came back, I was talking to somebody, and this guy came in. And he took the bar stool. So I said, no big deal. So I said, oh, excuse me, champ, or something like that. And he's like, oh, I take your seat. Oh, no, no, let me get up. And I said, no, no, no. And I grabbed my jacket and my bag and I moved. Oh, let me buy you a drink. No, 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 no. I don't need a drink, you know. So I was being a little extra. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, it, I really didn't care. So I moved on down the way anyway. So later, my friend and I, who owned that restaurant, we went to this other bar to meet his friend. And this guy was with the other two. Okay. Okay. So we, I walk in, and he's like, oh, let me buy you that drink. And just a nice guy. We end up going to another place, and we walk, you know, down the street, and we kind of, you know, people kind of pair off. Sure. So we start talking. We were having a great time. He's actually a neurosurgeon. Okay. So we had a lot of fun. Yeah, we're uh, in. Like, a lot of fun. So anyhow, um, he sends me this text, and I want you to translate it for me. Like, does this mean this person is into me or not? Okay. Okay, okay so... He says, Paul, a privilege to spend time with you tonight. Conversation above and beyond. And the cucumber-laden drink justifies any seat stealing now into the future. Ooh. When do we have the privilege again? Now, come on. Now, tell is that just, does an average person say that? I mean, that seems way more eloquent. Like, just get to the fucking point. Like, I want to go out with you again. We but- fucking or not. <laughs> no, no, really, well, help me. you've cut to the chase. Like, you don't even... Yeah, I think when, he definitely wants to see you. Again in 20 minutes, I'm just <laughs> Shit, it depends. What's your I mean, exact that location? that seemed like a whole lot of runaround for essentially I want to see you again. But yeah, did you text him back? I would say he definitely wants to see you. Yeah, I said, um, I said, awesome. How often do you get out as if you're in Rikers? Because he's always working. <laughs> and then he says, we'll take advantage of any opportunity that presents itself. Well, okay, that sounds like just let me know in 20 minutes where you want me to be. I mean, he sounds really like he really then doesn't I have a plan. Asleep. Oh. So what's the deal? Well, do you want to see him again? That's number one. Is he worth your time to get dressed, go back out, blow oh, out the your same hair? Night? No, 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 no. No, but like now. Oh, so sure. You want to see him again? Fun. Fun, fun, fun person. Plus, if some shit ever goes left, I'll have a neurosurgeon on my side. <laughs> I would say you know do I? I mean? Yes. It's like you get a tricky headache and you're like, ooh. So you just fell asleep. You didn't hit him up like last night. You just no, because I don't want to seem desperate, and I'm not desperate. Yeah, but right. I don't like to be too. It's like it's late. Shit, why am I gonna be sitting up texting all night long? I would just the whole. He just seems like a long texter for all that. It's like, yeah. hey, great cocktails. You're amazing. When are we going out again? But it was interesting because he his two friends. Uh, well, they were all straight-ish. And the two friends were definitely straight. Yeah. You know? So he was trying to, like, have a moment. But I could tell, like, he was managing his friends and, like, look over there. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I think I see somebody that we know uh, right beyond the bar. And then he would come and, like, have a quick conversation. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was with other people. So it was, like, hard to. Yeah, you should totally see him again. I'll go out again. Hey, why not? Hey, you're playing the field. I mean, so is Chuck, like, off the scene? I mean, you know, people have fallen in love with Chuck, we, we, but we know Chuck's sort of complicated. I don't know where you, what you want to say. I think that Chuck and I will, will transition into a lovely friendship. Now, we had a little bit of a disagreement a few days That's ago. That's right. Okay. 
and I'm fine with this friendship. But we had a disagreement a few days ago because I asked him to do something for me. I won't get into details, but basically, you know. Well, Chuck, I don't think I like the read receipt. Why is he so pressed if you get back to him or not? He's he, like I guess busy. he doesn't care if I get back to him, but he cares, you know, to know when I read the text. That would drive but me anyway, nuts. But anyway, so I asked him for something that I thought was very simple. It was to send me a very specific video. I'll just leave it at that. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, you know, and he said that he made the video, but he was holding the video until I sent him a video. Now, he had sent me two prior to that. Okay, I okay. That. I, on the other hand, don't feel comfortable sending videos because... You know, what's he going to lose if somebody finds his video? Like, I don't want to be... Right, right. You know so what you're mean? in the public eye, you're an author, you're on TV. That's yeah, too much. It's too much. I can't yeah. be, like, talking about live your best life and... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just too much. Like, live your best life and here's your jism sism. You know, it's like, <laughs> I bless you, my child. You know, I can't be doing all that. So. Really? I feel like that's what people love, though, because that's the reality, right? We're all, like, just masturbating through life. I mean, really. Okay. <laughs> She just wrote down jism sism. <laughs> She's taking notes. Are you spiritual? Yes, I believe in jism sisms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic! 
I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. I don't think that should so, be. Next I don't book. Know. So, so basically, he said that no, he's not going to do it. And then I asked him again. And then he said, the more you ask me, the more I'm going to say no. So I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I'm going to have to holler at you later. Yeah, bye. So I left it at that. Well, good for you. Okay, so you guys are just going to kind of be friends and we'll whatever. Be, we'll be friends. We'll be friends. He's lovely. He's a lovely person. I hope Yay. I see him again. Yeah, you like but, him. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, you know, I've got to decipher these text messages. So that's what I need you to. Um, <laughs> we have a great event coming up that we want people to come to. February yes. 9th, Mervis Diamond, downtown um, K Street. It is a chance for you to get your Valentine's Day gifts. They have mm-hmm. gifts in every price range, starting at $300 up to $300,000, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also going to be a book signing for you. Yeah. Tell Tell us more of the details. Yeah, so anybody that bought my book ahead of time, um, if you have any receipt, Amazon, Target, anywhere you bought the book, if you email that receipt to contest at pullingitalltogether.com, you will be entered into a contest to win a pair of Mervis Diamond Stud earrings. 
Oh my God, and we'll be this. doing the drawing on Friday, February 9th. So that'd be fun. And also, if you didn't get a book, you can enter that night by buying a book at Mervis, and I'll sign it for you in person. Love. So you can shop. You can, someone's winning a pair of diamond stud earrings. Yeah. You can buy Paul's book. Uh, we're going to have drinks, light appetizers there. Uh, just come check them out. So we love seeing you guys. And it starts at what time? Five o'clock? Starts at 5, 1700 K Street Northwest. We'll see you there. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. You want more details? Um, I'm putting up a Facebook invite where you can already. RSVP. If you have any questions too, you can just go to Sarah Fraser on Facebook, hit the pages, boom, it'll be right there. You guys know I love Washington, D.C. And you also know from following me and listening all these years that I love discovering new spots, which is why I'm obsessed with the website datenightsdc.org. You need to get on and check it out right now. They have everything for the most romantic, perfect date night. And I don't know about you, but Dan and I carve out time every single week and we have a date night. So I've been using this website all the time and I really like it. Not just because they have 100 plus date ideas, but they also have great deals as well. Hot restaurant recommendations. Yes, please. I'm all about that. Finding something new and fun and romantic. I tell Dan I want tons of romance tonight. Um, And that's exactly what you'll get when you go to datenightsdc.org. You'll find 100 plus date ideas, as I mentioned, hotels, restaurants, museums, attractions, and so much more. So for your next date night, be sure to check out their website. Website and start doing date night right in D.C. Visit datenightsdc.org for more info. A couple other stories. So what do you think is worse, by the way, having an affair or hiding money on your significant <laughs> I mean, other? How can you hide money that's your own money? You know, I mean, some couples have their own account and then they have a joint account. So they usually make a commitment to put some money into the joint account to cover the household bills and all of that. But if it's your money... Okay, but these are people that, let, for example, you and I are in a relationship, mm-hmm. and we go, okay, we put all of our money into one account, and that's it, and that's all you think that's I have. That's crazy talk. <laughs> well, I agree. My, my grandmother always gave that advice, too. She's like, you always need your own bank account. Mm-hmm. You do not know what's going to happen in life. You need your own. Mm-hmm. But let's say there are lots of couples that do that, but they're, but I secretly have a whole other bank account, and I don't even tell you about that. You don't think that that is like more deceitful than having an affair? I think people, no. What? No, sharing your bed and your body with somebody else oh, and lying to your cares? spouse. Oh, please. If you fucked one person, you fucked them all. I mean, it's just, I mean, the dicks and the bodies look a little bit different, but please, it's all the same action. Behind, up low, down, I'm dehydrated. You know what? <laughs> I mean, they know okay, that was a moment of truth. <laughs> I guess we don't have to ask any questions about what you've been up to. I do have a, yeah. you know, my mom always says, Sarah, you got loose pants. Okay. Oh, no, she always says you got hot pants. Hot and pants. It's true. Okay. I too, I want to sleep with everyone. I definitely have to you work don't. at not cheating on Dan. But you I, don't, right? No, I don't. You now, learn your lesson. But I, right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've had my own indiscretions in the past. Um, but you know, you have so sex with So what if Dan, Dan cheated on you, though? You've never really talked about that. You've always talked about how you've had your own little moments. Okay, what well, I always look at our relationship. Okay, our relationship guts, we've been together five years, but that's not really the whole story because what I hate in life is people come out and pretend that relationships are so fucking easy, right? Mm-hmm. And my own parents, like, they always got along. They had a great marriage. 
I think, but my dad was very passive and my mom ran the show. And then, of course, my dad passed away when I was in high school. So I never really got to see them interact what they would have been like older in life, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom completely glamorizes the relationship. It was so great. Things were so easy with your father, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? So I'm expecting, and my mom tells the story. She met my dad. She saw him at the end of a bar. He was drunk and passed out, and she knew she was going to marry him. And then she didn't like, <laughs> but you know, it's, it was years ago. Sure. You don't know. It was a whole different context, right? So the reality of relationships are they're really tough. So I always equate my relationship with Dan before therapy, BT, and after therapy. Okay. So before therapy, I would not have cared. Like, I could have overcome if Dan cheated on me. Like, because we were just so not emotionally connected. We never sat down and really, we just were, like, working all the time. He never, he's not emotional, or he really wasn't then. So I was like, are you even into me? Like, you never, I had to initiate, like, do you love me? What's going on in this relationship? And then he'd be like, yeah, I I totally love you. Like, I'm in love with you. But never, never did things on his own, right? Then we go to- He just responded to you. Right. So I'm just like- Do you love me? Yes, I love you. This dude is not that into me. How much do you care about you so much? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's not that into me. Like, it doesn't matter if we see other people because I don't think he's really like that into Is that really what you thought there? (laughs) Yes, I really (laughs) did. I'm like, I'm going to break up with him. It's not going to work out. He's clearly not that emotionally into me. Then we go to therapy and therapy is like this whole other level of you see how the person really feels about you and you constantly have to be telling each other and working out like, uh, like emotionally this made me feel yes when you and did then this i felt this when yeah. i saw how in love he was with me i was like oh my god i can never i could never hurt him like that again and now knowing that we've been through therapy and everything we've been through if he cheated on me i would be like okay that we're not like meant to be because we've been through all the emotional training we've been through so you're healed through the, ther- the therapy yeah, heals you yeah for real yeah That's absolutely great. so that one dick is going to be enough for you forever <laughs> That I mean, one... it's going to be like touch and go. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like, there are going to be real moments. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to really go home. Like, I'm going to have to really, I got to. Is eating cheating? <laughs> yes. It's, okay. Are there any sort of fluids involved? Yes. It's cheating. So, but my oh. thing is, I, people can overcome cheating. Mm-hmm. But if Dan was, okay, if Dan was withholding a ton of debt or he had a ton of money, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I think that is way more deceitful. Yeah, I tell you, that relationship in New York is the only one I knew that I really found out that she don't... You know, when people are honest about it, like, if you want to just have, like, a night out here... Like, I remember when Michael was living with me in New York, and, um... You know, sometimes I just wanted to, like, kick my feet up and watch Golden Girls. And I'm, he's like, I want to go to Splash. And I'm like, have fun, honey. You know. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, uh, what time should I be home? I said, come as late as you want. And then he said, okay, so, but what kind of night can I have? I said, do whatever you want. Because I wanted to watch the fucking Golden Girls. Like, I just wanted a moment. Yeah. And I was very sure about that relationship. So it didn't really bother me if he would have a night or a moment that's wild out with somebody right. else. Because I knew he was coming home. And, you know, we had a good, good thing going. Now, when I'm unsure about the relationship, like the man I moved to yeah, New York for. That was really deceitful, right? And that you'd motherfucker moved, went yeah. to Hawaii with that other guy. It was the wor- I had night sweats. It was the worst thing ever. Right, right, You know, because right. I probably yeah. knew that he was up to no good anyway. And that that was, you know, yeah. the likelihood of the relationship. And then that happened. So, um, no, but I think being honest. I think honesty and communication can get you through anything. But you got to tell the person beforehand. I No, I totally agree with you. All right, what do you think, cocaine grandmother over there? 
<laughs> and she's just That's like my one name too. now. Oh, look at me. <laughs> you walk up, you see that? It was, I just watched the cocaine grandmother. Did you see that Catherine Zeta Jones oh, was yeah. in it on <laughs> Lifetime? It was the worst fucking trash show you've ever was met in your really? life. Oh my god. I mean, Catherine Zeta is amazing. She's gorgeous Lifetime. and great. But like, the movie is a complete. Do you watch Narcos on Netflix? Um, sometimes, yeah. It's a complete Narcos, like cheap knockoff, like so oh my god. lame. <laughs> And Catherine Zeta is just like the whole time, like she's just like taking bumps. It's so oh great. God. And then she just shoots everybody. So, anyway, you're like our little cocaine grandmother. Okay, what's hey, here? What do you think? What's worse? <sighs> Lying about money or cheating? Right. I was going to have to go with cheating. I just think no. it's when you're emotionally invested in something. But then again, if we could be going to Brussels and you're hiding this from me, then, you know. I agree. I think Paul would completely change his mind. Like, you're if right. he was dating some guy <laughs> yeah. who's like, oh, I'm struggling. Meanwhile, he had like a million dollars in the bank account. You'd be pissed to find that out. Yeah, I'm so surprised. You, oh, you, did, you didn't set the scene. Now, wait a minute now. How much is he holding back? Well, I got to tell you, so Renzo sent me this message yesterday of, you know, he sent me these pictures of the country house. First of all, he has way too many cats, and that concerns me. <laughs> How many? I am not a cat person. Every time I see pictures of this country house, there's like a different cat. He's an old <laughs> cat, cat maid. What the fuck? How many cats? You know, I don't really like cats. That's a lot of cats. Yeah. That's a lot of cats. So I keep seeing all this land and the guest house and all this, so I say... In typical fall fashion, I'm like, oh, lovely. So, you know, who, who takes care of your house when you're not there? Because I want to know, like, what's the staff look like? Yeah, right. I can't be doing all that yard work. <laughs> Sounds like it's, like it's too much for me. I can't. I'm not made for that. Yeah, sure. I you get know that. I mean? Who's yeah. busting up these dishes? You know, we sitting all out in the yard having a good old time. Like, who's changing all this kitty litter? <laughs> I need to know that before I go over there. So he's like, no one, and I'm like. Oh, that's lovely. So, uh, you know, I guess it's low maintenance. And he was like, well, the house is the house. You know, you do what you need to do. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, ooh. Or you do not do. I have a one-bedroom apartment with a full-time housekeeper. <laughs> like, me and you just might not work out. Chateau I mean, Brussels, if you have Chateau nobody. <laughs> he's just opening that door, kicking those cats out. They're shitting all over the oh lawn. Oh, my God. right back in. Do we need help? in the house. What is I don't going on Renzo. with your finances? Renzo, this neurosurgeon sounds right <laughs> up your alley. This guy. Okay, so let's rate Renzo, Chuck, <laughs> right. and the neurosurgeon. Like neurosurgeon. <laughs> neurosurgeon and then Renzo and Chuck are just yeah, next Renzo to each other. Yeah, Renzo and Chuck are naked. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I gotta get some more options. This is not working for me. No problem. If anybody's well, out there We'll meet you at Sirens tonight. Hide their money. I was just gonna say, <laughs> drinks on Paul will be your wing women. <laughs> yeah, that go really well. Uh, do you guys feel like Kim Kardashian is racist and culturally appropriate? No. no, leave that girl alone. Why do you? Yeah, but but she does steal black culture. Why aren't you more upset about this? I mean, she clearly rips it off. She knows. What that does she rip off? The hair. The, the, Everything. Um, the the lips. The butt. The, don't you think she completely? Everybody does that. Black Why women don't? wear straight, blonde, lace front wigs down to their ass that look like, you know, somebody, some white chick in California running on the beach. So what? Who cares? It's a look. However you got there is how you got there. That's not my business. If it's real, if it's fake, if it's yours, if it's not, if you were born with them big titties or that ass, I don't give a fuck. I mean, look, it doesn't bother me, but of course, I'm not black, so I don't know, you know, I understand why people are upset. They're really upset that she's crediting Bo Derek when, in fact, um, braids have gone back for thousands and thousands of years and been a, uh, a staple of African-American women who've yeah, been rocking Yeah, but they were them. blonde... 
cornrow braids that Bo Derek did rock with the little beads back in the 80s. And she was just, you know, doing the little okay, look. It's not that real. deep. It's Kim Kardashian. I don't care. I go on a Mexican vacation. I come back with cornrows. Are you going to think? <laughs> are you going, what are you going to say? Well, I mean, I see white hey, girls do that all the time. I got braided they on the beach. Take, they usually take it out before they come home, though. But they do that all the time. <laughs> Why did they take it out before? Because people will be upset. Yeah, I don't know. They just, you know, it's like a beach thing. You just do it for a moment. It's for a good time, not a long time. I always think, though, here's the thing. Like, are there, there are a list of specific things that, especially black women, do not like that women, and I, my understanding is that black women don't like the fact that she never credits black women, that she never pays any homage to black women. She just takes. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's true. She's crediting people all the time for their, you know, for their looks and, and how they inspired her her beauty products. KKW her, Beauty, which sounds like KKK to me. I don't know uh, how I people... I mean, those are her initials. <laughs> what do you want the woman to do? Look, I think people are mad at her because she's wildly successful. She's rich as shit. And people can't quite figure out how she made that happen. And, you know... So, well, that's did. a good read on it. Yeah. I just wondered in general, like, because I think when I see things like this, I'm like, oh, I love these braids. Like, I want to know what I would look like. But then I don't want to be out there like the person at the party that walks in and is like, hey, guys, and I have, like, braids and massive hoops and my butt done, and then everyone's like, spits on me. Well, like, well how get, do I know I what the line is? I get a blowout, and what if somebody says, oh, why don't you just have your natural curly hair? Why are you trying to blow your hair out and make it more like a white... Uh, listen, I ain't thought about no damn white boy doing this hair or white woman. It's, it's the you. look. It's Yay. the look I'm going for. How I got there is my business. All right, this is awesome. You've inspired me. I'm going to get a cornrow wig. Now don't you come here with no cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> how can that be? Yeah. How can that be? Shit. Now, now <laughs> as for you, you ain't allowed to do that. So shit. <laughs> Why is this a double standard? Uh, there's a new petition that's got 90,000 plus signatures that is asking people who receive food assistance across the United States. So if you are uh, getting any sort of um, WIC or food stamps or anything like that, that you are able to use that money to pay for dog or cat food so you can keep your pet. You think that that um, is right, that the people should be able to do that? Or do you think if you have fallen on hard times and you're on welfare, you don't need a pet? Oh, God. But then what happens to the pet? I agree. I mean, I think this story, I don't know. I mean, people, of course, are upset because they're like, people are going to abuse the system. Well, people abuse every fucking system. I mean, please. Look, you know what? Answer my phone for three hours. It's all, hey, this is a law firm. You're being sued. I need your social security number. Really? You're a fraud. Right. Yeah. You're abusing the system and trying to take advantage of older people. You just don't realize that I'm young. I think people should, you know, whether it's through government assistance or it's private, privately, you know, if you have it. You know, give it. If you need it, sometimes you got to take it. You know? Yeah. That's the way it works. I agree. I'm totally on with that one. I would give people... Most people that are, I feel like, and the people that I've known who have received assistance, they truly needed it. They Mm -hmm. weren't abusing it. They really had a handicap. There was really something wrong. And they needed the assistance. And if they want to buy cat food, let them buy cat food. You know? cat food. And I mean, in order to get food stamps, you have to be making so little amount of money. It's like you can hardly live to get assistance. It's crazy crazy well thank god we're we're here eating um vegan <laughs> caviar practically <laughs> there were that shit you thank gave me god. what was that burnt my lip by the way <laughs> thank god we're eating so, so aj gives bur- me this, this vegan burrito wrap and hands it to me and just watches as i burn my damn mouth and paul just stares at me and waits for me to open his drink and feed him beet juice <laughs> you burnt my mouth Um, Okay, well, we don't really talk a lot about retirement on this show, but can you believe, 
how much money do you think you might have already heard me say this how much money do you think you really need now to Ooh, retire okay. like actually retire and be like okay Ooh. well this is paul's life we're no, talking no, no, about no no don't get into all that <laughs> okay yeah there's cut, paul's cut her life. mic <laughs> cut her mic quick i'll never get a date again <laughs> you're like uh oh that's too much for me i can't be dealing with him He's too high maintenance. Um, give me some context. Well, one fi- I'll just tell you, because this number seems incredibly high, and I can't imagine that most Americans have this, but one financial planner and tax lawyer is now advising that Americans save $1.5 million for retirement. This is opposed to traditionally recommending $1 million. The experts are warning that Americans need more now because of the uncertainty of Social Security. The prospect of taxes being hiked up is one of the reasons financial advisors are recommending that Americans save more money for retirement. The only way to get that done Damn, is to get one point five. Wow. You got to get life insurance early. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the only way you can make that happen. But yeah, I need more than that. <laughs> more than 1.5. Yeah, yeah. You've got to live off what? Three, four, oh, 15? At, um, five, seven. You got to be in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can still. I got to run that black Liberace shit. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> do you do be out there on that piano? I'm at that piano, walking around with my with my little robe dragging on the ground. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. fresh oh blowout every morning. I guess. Wow. What do you think? Three. Well, one point five million sounds pretty good to me because they always say like you can live off like ten percent return. So that'd be one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year if you were making that. I mean, ten percent is probably high, but let's say you're making a hundred grand a year in interest off that. That's a pretty good lifestyle for most Americans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're living in D.C. or Arlington, yeah. I don't want or... to be out of touch, but I'm trying to live in a lot of different places. You know, okay, what I mean? then you need like, to. I really want to. I don't think you're life. out of touch. I want to. Think... I want to travel. I want to live in. On the West Coast, on the East Coast, I want to live in another country. You know, I want yeah. things out of my life. You know, I didn't have kids. Yeah, for a my reason. My life has been different, so there are certain things that I want is my goal. So don't judge me, people. Oh, my God. Speaking of kids, I wish we need some other women who are in their 30s because this story has gotten so much attention, and it's bananas. Um, and, Paul, maybe you have some girlfriends like this, but mm-hmm. uh, the Washington Post over the weekend ran a profile on several women, and it's the struggle to conceive with frozen eggs. Mm-hmm. So this one... I, I, this story blew my mind and, and hit close to home for me because a couple of years ago, I actually considered freezing my eggs, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to do now. I'm just going to get knocked up. But um, these women now, it's like telling their stories of how difficult it's been once they unthaw the eggs Ooh. to try to actually use them. Ooh. And so many are like they die in the unthawing process or then they're like they're no longer like they have health issues. They have genetic issues. Yeah, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Um and they profile a woman, Bridget Adams, caused a sensation four years ago when she appeared on the cover of Bloomberg Business Week under the headline, Freeze Your Eggs, Free Your Career. She was single and blonde, a Vassar graduate who spoke fluent Italian and was working in tech marketing for a number of prestigious companies. Her story at the time was one of empowerment, but has not worked out so well. Uh, it cost her upwards of $19,000 over the past couple of years to have these eggs harvested and stored. And that's the part. Like, it's so much work. You have to give yourself injections every day, and you have to be like get blood tests every day then they you go in after two or three weeks after all these like eggs have grown it's like this nasty piece of sushi then they go in there and they harvest they scrape out all the eggs then you gotta pay every month to store them i'm like are you kidding so it's mostly about timing right it's the timing is not right for them to get pregnant right Right. Um, She's now 45 years old and no sign of mr right so she wanted to use the 11 eggs that she had stored with a selected um sperm donor 
Two eggs failed to survive the thawing process. Three more failed to fertilize. The, that left six embryos, of which five appeared to be abnormal. The last one was implemented in her uterus, and then uh, this past March, she received the devastating news that it failed. Oh, that's going to be so... I, I can't even imagine that journey. But I'm also... You know, the article does go on to say, too, like, the, the later in life you harvest the eggs, then they're just really not good. Like, after 35, mm-hmm. there's basically no point. Okay, so now that's where you are, right? Yeah, I'll be 36 like in a couple weeks. So what you gonna do? You're just gonna you gotta hit it, <laughs> one way or the other. I don't know. I mean, it's so you know that's the thing is like I, I don't know. You got a lot of shit to do. I have so much to fucking that's figure like, out. I came in here today. I was like, have a baby right now. Oh my god! Like I can. What would I do? Oh, you take care of it, AJ. <laughs> That'd be your baby. <laughs> I don't have that baby and hand it right there. AJ, what do you think? When you're, okay, how old are you? How old are you? I'm 23. And have you, I mean, you're so young. You're not even thinking about, like, if you're going to have a kid or, like, I mean, your mom is super traditional. She's probably already pushing you to have a child, right? 100%. At 23? At oh, my God. That's so crazy. Well, let me tell Isn't you it? something. I met her parents, and I love them. We, we hung out. <laughs> Oh my God! We you hung did? Out. Were they sweet? Her I bet father, they were so fun. Her, her mother—they are amazing. The father was drinking like he drinks more than me. Well, Paul was so sweet and treated everything, and my dad's just like another round, and I'm just like, oh God, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is coming out of your page. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm docking your pay. Doc, doc. Every beer brought over. But doc. it was fun. It, it was live jazz at my favorite spot. It was so fun. Yeah. I had a great time. We had champagne. And I really bonded with her mom. Right. My oh, mom loves wonderful. you. And it my mom wonderful. does not like everybody. Really? As we've heard. Oh What did no. she say about me after y'all left? Paul is so spiritual. I just, yeah, I people. really love him. I just love that he, you know, really spoke to me. And, you know, I, and she has, you know, she can't see. She's blind and legally blind. And she says she sees shadows over people. And she said, I don't know if it was the light or if Paul just is such a bright person. And I said, it's the light. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Cut her mic. It's the light. No, There's a light beaming on his face. She, she really did. She, she really said, did. I see dark faces, but your face is light. Yeah. No, she really did. She loved you, loved the jazz. Yeah, that was. Oh great. my God, Paul, that was sweet of oh, you to do. Oh, so sweet. So, to finish, yes, my mom has already pushed babies on me. Mm-hmm. God, I don't know. I have a grandkid. She wants to help you raise I the know. kid. And my brother's ten years older. Now he's just getting married, and uh, yeah. So of course she's like, okay. Are you are you pregnant yet? Like oh my asking God. my her new daughter-in-law, right? I don't know. No, this is like do or die here. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta figure this out. How do you feel about nannies raising your kid? Absolutely. Okay, you're I don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And her email is Sarah at <laughs> I'm going to have the listeners raise my child. It takes a community. Awesome. We've got one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for real. No, I mean, I do. I, I do want to have a kid. I think it would be really fun. It's just it sucks that you have this time ticking clock because I'm with you like I'm with these women I'd rather just wait till I was 45 mm-hmm. but I mean I don't know I think I'll just do I it I think if you wait till 39 you'll be good why don't you, you just think... pump hard for like two or three more years just working do you think don't that you think? 39 but what if I can't conceive that's what I'm wondering there's always adoption well I'm totally want to adopt yeah I really do I'm, I can't wait to hear, because I bet there's a lot of women listening that have either, um, have either <laughs> frozen their eggs, considering it, because 
I, I would say our audience, maybe 30%, 40% are moms, okay. and then the rest are probably single. So I'd love to know what you guys are going to do. I'd love to know if there are any moms that have had kids that really regret it. You know, it's not a popular thing to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, this kid really fucked up my life. Well, I, you, <laughs> you know, know what? It's crazy. I have actually, I have a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known him for years. I went to high school with him. And his parents actually recently told him that they really wish they hadn't had children. Really? Yes. To he and his sister, which I'm like, oh my God. Dead serious. The parents have realized in their older age, they're really into each other. They travel all the time. They don't invite their kids. They don't invite my friend or his sister. Never. Never. They wow. never invite the kids. They go all the time. They travel. They are just together. And they really said that they, if they had it to do over again, they never would have had them. Can you imagine now, your see, parents that's just telling unfortunate. them? My mom tells me, you know, I wish I had had more kids. And I'm like, okay, my mom says that well, too. at this stage, why are you telling me that? <laughs> I mean, you know, and then I'll say something like, well, you, you should have done it. <laughs> like, what are you telling me for now? Yeah, she's got her granddaughter. She yeah. doesn't mean, yeah, that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. You, Holly, you she's two. Yeah. Sit down somewhere. <laughs> I mean, and my mom would be out hanging out, okay? Her and Vera, you know, my mom has a best friend named Vera. And Vera had a green Rolls Royce. Oh, my God. And they were wild as hell. Talk about stilettos and miniskirts. And they would run down our driveway and run and jump in that Rolls Royce. <laughs> and honey, was Paul Senior on the No, oh, was Paul Senior. Paul Senior was somewhere else. Okay. I don't know where he was. But anyway, oh, sometimes maybe he was home. But I think um, there was around time they got separated. So anyway, um, my mom basically we set our alarms for like six o'clock in the morning, and my mom would be like, "We hear that Rolls Royce rolling up the street at about three o'clock, three thirty. She was having a good old time. Even kids she was like that didn't stop her oh yeah well she was a single woman she probably figured she had to go out yeah she lived she good for her and this is why i don't feel so guilty now about doing so much and living my life i don't think you're alone i mean i think there are a lot of people that regret having children Mm -hmm. and i think it sucks when you grow up and you're not you know you're obviously very close with your parents i'm close with mine aj i mean she sleeps in the same bed as her mom so like (laughs) very close so so her mom her mom is a twin bed right next to Iggy and and AJ, so I totally. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Your mom probably listens. They listen, don't they? To the podcast? I hope not. No, no, they don't. Okay, oh, I told her not to. Okay, yeah. thank God. No, not today. <laughs> we have to tell so many people not to listen. Exactly. <laughs> We're trying to grow ratings, and we have to fucking go through the list. Of, hey, don't Mrs. listen. Okay, Mrs. Warden, please don't listen. Uh, my mom can't listen. Dan can't listen. Your parents were killing like our audience. <laughs> Anyway, oh, no, I think God, people I regret it. it. All right, let us know if you regret it. Yeah. So, you know what? You can always, and you can always send us an anonymous email. Look, you just have to remember this with us. If you don't want your name, use a fake one or say, like, first line. Do not use my real name. Sure. And then we'll just say, like, if you weren't that into having kids, if you regret it, they're too much. Mm-hmm. They're too much. I it's a know. lot. I know. I I'm going to have one, though, because Dan really wants to be Mr. Mom. I think you should just let him. I'm going. Just let him. Let him, please. I think it's awesome. <laughs> he yeah. said it. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, that'd be a cute little baby. Uh, he's doing everything: cooking, cleaning, laundry, and sending him to cooking classes. I'll tell you about that it. next week. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm not Yay. changing one diaper. Maybe me and Renzo will have one. <laughs> Let the cats raise it. Great <laughs> gardens, great gardens in Rome. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, we love you. Share the podcast with someone that you love. Leave us a review on iTunes. Hit five stars. Five stars, darling. Five stars, darling. Signature yeah, sweet. <laughs> and leave that review. Signature. <laughs> Sweet five stars. How much you fucking love the show. Bye. Love you, love you guys. Bye. <laughs>